Welcome to See Uncovered, a place where you'll find the stories of proven entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Ashley Henschel. Welcome to See Uncovered. Today we were speaking with Jim Silver, CEO and Editor-in-Chief at TTPN. Thank you for joining us, Jim. Oh, great to be here. Thank you. Of course. Can you share a little bit about who you are? Can you give us a gist of your background? Uh, I have a somewhat odd background that I'm a serial small business entrepreneur. Uh, I'm involved, invested in many different businesses, started out as a toy expert, still a toy expert, appeared at thousands of shows, produced award show on NBC with Dick Clark, started ABC's Toy Box, and fell in love with digital media back in 2009. And today, TTPM has an agency that represents influencers, and we're also the leading content creator of toys, babies, and pet reviews for parents and consumers who want those products. What sparked your passion to get into the toy business? It was actually the media business that uh, sparked my passion. Mm -hmm. And so I started out in the media business from the time I was in high school. Uh, You know, I worked on... Uh, high school newspapers, high school yearbooks, did editor job, sales job, you name it. I wore every single hat, did it for the yearbook. I did it for the college newspaper. So it was always media. And then came out of college, went into the uh, B2B business, trade publications. Then an opportunity rose with toys. And I love toys. I was always a game player growing up. I have toys that are 50, 60 years old. So it was just a natural extension and uh, transition for me. So for those who don't know, what is TTPN? TTPM is the uh, leading content creator and video reviewer of toys, baby, and pet products. Mm-hmm. So we create about 3,000 videos a year. And what we did, and we started back in 2009, 2010, we realized that if I want to buy a product, I want to see it out of package and what I'm really getting. Mm-hmm. You know, So often parents buy toys and they get it for the kid and that worst feeling... They buy a toy, child plays with it for 10 minutes. They put it aside like that's not what I expected. So we wanted to show consumers exactly what you were getting, you know, the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. So we started reviewing toys. Then we went to baby products and to pet. And I was the boy who cried wolf back (laughs) in 2010 through 2015. I would be going around Toy Fair and other shows saying, everybody's going to be buying online. It's, it's the future and they're going to need to know what they're getting. And I was laughed at. I was, I was telling people that, you know, buying online would be 20%. But, and they're like 20%. Now, as you know, a lot of categories are 50%. But people are like, you're out of your mind. It's 2%. Nobody's going to be buying online. And literally, you know, part of our problem from a business perspective is we were ahead of our time and we struggled for about five or six years because, the transition didn't happen as fast as I assumed it would. People were still shopping bricks and mortar. And it really started to happen around 2016, 17. How did you go about starting your own company? I guess I've always been a leader, you know, somebody who was very ambitious. And so back in 2008, I split with my partner and we were doing a consumer magazine, almost like a wish book for the holidays Mm -hmm. of what to get. And when I split with him, I was going to do another magazine and I took some key members of my staff. And at that point, it's like 
we should do a website. And we actually did a static website to begin with. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was just, it, it, was, it was just natural, start a company. It was uh, something that people are afraid of. People are afraid of failure. Yeah. And you have to remember this. Those who are the most successful have failed the most. Mm-hmm. So you have a TPPN influencer talent man- management side. What do you guys do on that side of your company? So that happened a little over two years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was an influencer came to us and asked us to represent them. And so I thought about it and said, okay, we're experts in digital media mm-hmm. and, and in terms of the business aspect of it. So why not? Disney, Nickelodeon, they represent content that is created by other third parties and they do the licensing and run the business. So how's this, ever, how's this different in the digital slash social space mm-hmm. than what Disney and Nickelodeon does in the television space? You're representing somebody else's content. So we took them on. We know the family-friendly space. A month later, we took on another very large one. And next thing you know, we're sitting here two, two years later as uh, the leader and family-friendly influencers of over uh, 50 family-friendly influencers in our portfolio. It's a space that we understand. And you know, we tell the content creators, you worry about the content, let us handle the business end. How do you build such a great trust with these big brand names? I think part of it is reputation through the years. Mm-hmm. It's so, you know, I'm like, you know, my, I, there's a lot of people call me the old man in social media, but if, if you stay modern, if you stay cutting edge, if you follow what's going on, your years of experience, if you treated people well in business, uh, you know, that comes back and benefits you in terms of networking mm-hmm. and having relationships and having trust. Yeah, I, I've been working with Mattel, Hasbro. I've been working with the studios, all of them for 30 years. And they know to trust us. So there's already a relationship from other deals and other businesses of trust. And it's just mm-hmm. taking that trust and put it into a, a new bucket or a new business, so to speak. Can you share the importance of social media in the terms of your business? Well, we're, we're all about digital and social media. That's, that's where it's happening. It's yeah. YouTube started to take over about seven, eight years ago. You had Snapchat, you, you had MySpace, you know, which was yeah. really early Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, and now TikTok, even have, uh, you know, Instagram, even smaller ones like Likey. It's, it's such an important part and really influences purchases. It's, it's the easiest, most cost-effective way for manufacturers or for people to get their message across to others. Mm-hmm. So it's many with the dilution of TV, you know, television advertising still works, but how many people are watching commercials? I haven't watched, I got TiVo in 2000. I haven't watched a commercial since. Now I now use a regular DVR. I don't watch commercials. Kids are watching on demand. Today's parent is a digital parent. They mm-hmm. grow up. They receive the content differently. They've cut the cord. They don't have house phones. Mm -hmm. So the way to reach them with your message about your product is very different than even five years ago. Which platforms do you use that you see the most outreach when you're posting? Well, there's different effectiveness of different platforms. Mm -hmm. YouTube is still long form platform. 
is more of entertainment, more shows, although they're going after the shorter platform with YouTube Shorts, and they're being quite aggressive there. TikTok is for the generation who has a shorter attention span and wants to get things in 15 seconds, although now it can be longer. Mm-hmm. And I happen to love TikTok. It's, I, it, you know, one of the jokes is every day I go into a TikTok black hole for at least an hour. <laughs> and you just, the algorithm is so strong and knows what you love. And, you know, I have associates of mine at work who are half my age and we look at each other TikToks and it's like watching a different program. It's like flipping from Disney Channel to ESPN to HGTV to the Sci-Fi Channel. (laughs) When you compare different phones or different mobile devices, it's so different depending on who you are. And so for that reason, it's addicting. Instagram is better for parents. And Instagram has certain features like in the story features of the swipe up and the swipe up to a, a website or an opportunity to purchase, which is really effective. So it's, it's funny when people come into us and say, okay, uh, we want to advertise to, you know, my first question is, who's your demographic? What age are you trying to reach? It, it's not a one size fits all answer. You have to understand each platform is different and the type of content that works in each platform uh, is quite different. I want to shift over a little into advice and ask you, what are some skills that you think are most important for a new CEO or entrepreneur to have to be successful? I think the most important skill that's not taught, and I've done this in a lot of lectures, Mm -hmm. is most people don't have sales skills. And when I tell people they have to have sales skills, you know, it it used to be, oh, I'm not going to be selling anything. No, you're selling yourself and you're selling your ideas every single day. So if if, what I'm selling to my staff that I'm a leader and they need to follow me. When I'm trying to do a deal with somebody, I'm selling that. Teachers have to sell learning to kids every day. And there are better teachers than others because they're better selling that algebra is important, that math is important. And people don't realize that whether it be a job interview, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a business deal, whether it be motivating your staff, you're selling ideas and you're selling thoughts. And... People don't realize that they don't consider that or think of that as selling, but you're always selling and it just might be an idea. And I, I think everybody should have sales courses again, not to necessarily sell a product, but learn how to sell yourself and how to sell your ideas. What do you look for when hiring for a position within your company? It really depends on the position in the company. Mm-hmm. It is. So when I, when I hire a web developer, I'm not looking for social skills. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody who's going to be sitting behind a computer and not going to be working with anybody. Yeah. If, I, if I'm hiring somebody for sales, you know, it's about personality. Mm-hmm. You know, the joke is when we hire salespeople, we never looked at GPA and college mm-hmm. scores. It's meaningless. It's about the person, uh, you know, for social media. We're looking for somebody who has the skills of social media, that has creative ideas. So, you know, understands TikTok, understands Instagram, and most importantly, is living on those platforms. Uh, You know, I'm a tennis player and you can watch a thousand hours of people playing tennis. You don't know how to play. And so something that we do as a company. So 
uh, although we're representing others, mm -hmm. we have uh, we have YouTube Shorts, and we have a channel there. We have a channel on YouTube. We have a channel on TikTok, and it's important to learn and experience it firsthand. You can't learn by watching what others are doing. You know mm -hmm. about posting times, about hashtags. You have to experience it. Yeah. So it, you can't learn in a book. So. I have too many people that I come across that head social media and I ask them for, hey, let me see your TikTok account. They don't even have it on their phone. And really? so it's, it's not like reading and learning. You must experience it. It's mm -hmm. something that I call a knowledge broker. A knowledge broker is somebody who learns by experience. Lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you can give a piece of advice to a teenager college version of yourself, what would you tell them today? Wow, a, a version of myself. I was, you know, my biggest problem was I was known as a bull in a china shop. Even when I was 30, 35, I had my mentor who was the president of Mattel and president of Toys R Us and a model that I lived by. Yeah. He, he already said, life is really simple. He said, just do the right thing. That's it. Just live by that model. Do the right thing. Now, do the right thing might have to be layoffs. It might have to be firing somebody. might have to do things to make the company better. But if you live by the motto, do the right thing, life is pretty simple. It's yeah. you sit there and you have to do something and it's like, is that the right thing? And if you go, no, that's not right to do, you don't do it. It's, it's that simple. Thanks for listening to See Uncovered. You can check out more at www.createeveryopportunity.org. Thanks again.